Welcome back to No Beer Left Behind. I am Brian, and I am here in North Texas with you as always, joined by the one, the only Frank in Austin. Frank, how are you doing today? What's up, Brian? Doing well, man. You know, it's it's that time of year when I get to brag that it's pretty much spring in Austin. I so. mean, it, we had spring-like temperatures here today. We also had yeah, a- but I mean, tomorrow is going to be like eighty-four. We're probably done with freezes, like. Oh. It would be unlikely for us to get a freeze in February. Oh, we're so. looking at a spring break snow time, baby. North Texas, that's where it's at, and this shit will happen. You know, you know, some that, weird stuff uh, will happen. Let's hope not. Let's hope not. Although, yeah, today we had a sustained 25-mile-an-hour <laughs> south wind, which is par for the course this time of year. It's great. Yeah, that's, a, that's right up there. You guys get some intense winds right now. I don't know what the hell's going on, man. Oh, my gosh. Well, I'm glad that you're enjoying the nice weather. You're getting out and doing some walks with the old doggos. Oh, I spoke way too soon. God damn it. Looks like there's a pretty intense cold front coming through next weekend. Now, normally that far out, that thing could just slip north of us. Let's fingers crossed. But yeah, through the weekend, we're looking at 80s, man. You you almost troyed yourself. I don't know. That's what they're saying. Well, see, here's the problem. This is the time of year when I need to get plants in the ground. I need to get the garden ready, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. pull the weeds, all that shit. I can't be having 27 degree evenings. I just can't do it. 27 degree evenings and then 85 degree afternoons. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's the thing. It's like it says 27. The high is 60 that day. It's yeah, like that's helpful. Okay. Thanks. Can't really manage this. <laughs> well, uh, I am drinking something a little bit special, and I wanted to cover that um, uh, right off the bat. Uh, that boy Troy uh, got engaged over the weekend. Yeah, cheers. Cheers, Troy. Cheers, Good Troy. Good job on the engagement. Yeah. Um, at, to celebrate that, I'm drinking a little something special. I'm drinking Trey Fontainen, Eau Goose, which is a lambic from the old country of Belgium. And it's nice. so damn tasty. What's the fruit? Mm. So this is not a fruit of the lambic. It is um, a blended lambic. So it's the uh, old goo- Eau Goose is a blend of multi-year uh, open spontaneous fermentations. So it's like Solera. No, uh, a little bit different. Uh, in that Solera, they, they blend into a barrel and then they package off of that. This, they're, it's similar to scotch or whiskey in general, where they taste different barrels uh, of different vintages and they blend them back to make yep, them taste the same. Uh, but yeah, no, uh, Trey Fontainen was supposed to come to North Texas back in March and then the pandemic happened. And then um, Shilton Brothers Distributing, the people who uh, got prairie off the ground and running back in the day that's kind of how they made their their name in the beer industry uh shut their doors in like q3 q4 of 2020 and they were mm. the ones responsible for bringing trey fontainen in and that didn't happen until recently i think two weeks ago uh, is when i picked this up from the old bearded monk in den and i'm so very happy to have it here it's just so nice freaking good man what about you what are you what are you sipping on this evening that's awesome. Um, I am drinking the Modest Brewing Co., mm-hmm. uh, which is out of Minneapolis, Liquid Citra Crystals, New England IPA. Is Double that dry the, hopped. Is Liquid Citra Crystals the name of the beer? 
Yes. yes. Okay. I was like, what are they? I thought that was an ingredient listing. I'm like, I think they might no. be making things up. <laughs> no, it's just the name of the beer. It, it's, it's really good. Um, <clears throat> yeah, it's, it's really good. It's, it's standard Citra IPA. Nothing to, um, there's nothing off about it, but there's also nothing, you know, I don't know, setting it apart for me. It's just, it's a good IPA. It's, it's fine. Okay. Well, I mean, you know what, though? Sometimes that's what you need. You just need something that's not going to get in the way, not going to make you think too hard, but it's going to satisfy the taste buds. Yeah, but see, the color the color makes it seem as though it needs to be a little bit more, how would I put it, like frothy? You know, like it's, it's sort of like there needs to be a little, it, it, thicker. It needs yeah. to be thicker. I was going to say, usually beer, I mean... In my experience, with beers like that, they tend to have a slick mouthfeel, like almost like an oily yeah. mouthfeel, and thin comes to mind. Um, but uh, I, I'm guessing the ABV is a little lower on that too. What's the yeah? It's, I think it's four and a half percent. There you go. So it's like a double dry hopped pale ale. It's like a juice juice pack from uh, yeah. Cups. It's, it is very similar to to juice pack, uh, which man. I really like that beer. As a matter of fact, I talked about that beer on a podcast that I was a guest on called uh, Cigars and Crypto. Uh, a little shameless plug for myself. Uh, uh, covered cigar and beer pairings over there. and uh, used, I, need, I need to actually go listen to that one. I, I mean, that, dude, that dude's Twitter is awesome. It's really funny. He, um, I, I didn't send you guys the link to it because essentially it, it's me as the guest. And he asked me some like, Dude did a great interview with me. I wasn't prepared for half the questions that he asked. I thought we were just going to go on and talk shit about uh, cigars and beer, which I was prepared for. But he's asking me all these homebrewing questions and shit. I'm like, I have, haven't thought about homebrewing in uh, about a year now because I've been focused on survival, really. Uh, but like, he was asking me all these questions, and I'm having to like dust off those parts of my memory. I'm like, yeah, I got fucking cobwebs over here and some old rusty shelves. I'm gonna try not to cut myself while looking through these memories. <laughs> so it was, uh, it was good. Uh, but again, it was a lot of me talking <clears throat> about me. So I was like, oh, Frank and the boys, they know me. They know all this stuff. Um, but like I said, it was a good interview and dude, like his podcast are like 30 minutes and they are tight and like they just flow. It's nice. And he's, yeah, it seems as though he comes up with good scripts for him too. And he takes a long time to edit. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's good. I mean, we, none of that stuff we do. Fuck. No, we, <laughs> I told Frank about one thing I wanted to talk about tonight, about four minutes before we hit record. Yep. And even then when I told him about it, I go, don't look up, don't look it up. Don't look it up. <laughs> Which is wholly unhelpful when you're producing content, but that's what we do over here. You know, just shoot so, some shit. Okay, so talk about wholly unhelpful, right? Mm -hmm. So we've got we've got the big game this weekend, <clears throat> and oh, the Super Bowl. Sorry, yeah, I forgot. <clears throat> we we can say Super Bowl because we've registered with that trademark. We do. We always do. Yeah, we always do. Around this time of the year, we always go. Here's a grand. Let I, us say it once. It's fifty thousand um, dollars. Okay, and we pay. Something we don't even we don't pay ourselves so we can we, say the word. We don't take a salary. Now we can only say it twice. So we've already said it once. We've got to be careful. Say it twice. We okay. got to be careful. <laughs> so big it, the big games this weekend, um, and quite frankly, it's actually it's it's setting up to be a. It looks like a good matchup, which which is good because normally you know it's not. Um, but what's funny about this big game, right? 
So they go through all of this shit <clears throat> the whole year. No issues with COVID. Coming up, someone decides to bring in their local hair salon, hair uh, barber dude. Dude tests positive after having 20 players in the chair. Oh, cool. Mm-hmm. We're Wednesday before the Sunday game. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. So interesting to see where that goes. And one of those people <clears throat> was, in fact, Patrick Mahomes. So cool. cool. Well, <clears throat> it wasn't Tom Brady. So the NFL is going to go forward as planned. Well, I mean, I, d- I doubt if Patty Mahomes is out, they would go forward. But yeah, it's funny. <laughs> it is really funny. Dude, I. I. <laughs> If you hadn't brought it up, Frank, I would not have remembered that the Super Bowl was this weekend. Ah, shit, we said it again. (laughs) Well, there it is. Yeah, we're done. Well, we copyright we we put a copyright on the big game uh, last week, if y'all remember. So we are getting revenue from that from several bars and restaurants in the area. (laughs) We put a ten dollar per use uh, limit on the big game. So we've basically made. 10 grand just from news media in our, in our respective cities. So, yeah, it's, I mean, essentially, um, the big game to us is like, I'll be home for Christmas to Mariah Carey. Right, right, right. Uh, The royalties will pay for several hot tubs. Pays for everything. Uh, we do the rest of the year. So please, um, if you know anybody, uh, not saying the big game, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, let us know. We'd like to take them to court. Yeah. Wait, no, they would have to be saying the big game without paying us. You said not saying the big game. Oh, sorry, sorry. The reverse. Yeah, just flip it on its head. Not paying to say. Pay to say. That's what we do over here. Yeah, we pay to say. Pay to say. That's right. Now, what I will say is is if, if we quickly want to you know, review, we've had a couple of very interesting things happen on social media, <laughs> um, including uh, our boy Kevin, who was on the cast three weeks ago, sent <clears throat> what I can only describe to be I don't like a, a, a maybe a Joker compila- compilation it, video. It or, literally was a video that they would play on Law and Order SVU when a fucking criminal is under investigation. Are they detect a stabler? We found this video on the internet, and it, it was Kevin. It was Kevin, and he was he was literally going from point to point with red string in this video, telling us how he tracked down our beloved Parker. He did track down where he worked. I'd assume that's a LinkedIn post. Uh, I don't know, but he also tracked down his home address, which was creepy. (laughs) Yeah, that was a a step too far. Yeah, that was the weird part where I was like, I don't, you know what, I'm not sure. I'm going to, I'm just going to play blind here. I don't know if that's Parker's part of Tulsa, but um, I'm going to assume that it is, and it's scary. Uh, (laughs) That That shit had me cracking up so much. Just to be clear, Kevin did all that, sent it to me unprovoked. On like a Thursday evening. Okay. I don't think there were booze involved. I think he literally just like, let me see if I can stalk Parker for a while. Sent that to me. And it was just like, ha 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 ha. Gotcha. I was like, Kevin, I've known you for no, no joke. 27 years. And I bet Kevin doesn't know where I live. (laughs) Well, I bet Kevin can figure it out. I'm scared now. Yep. That's why I'm scared. I think he's proven that he can figure it out. (laughs) Well, neither none of us are really uh, hidden on social media. Frank, have you uh, have you had any more interactions with the stonk market lately? Uh, no. So outside of the fact that the um, the 
the rules of the game apparently can change whenever they feel like it. Uh, not much. So, yeah, so if, if you listen to last week's cast, we were talking about GameStop and about how sque- short squeezes work and, you know, why um, <clears throat> Stephen Cohen and whatnot were essentially dead in the water. Well, excuse me, Thursday um, and Friday, those uh, individuals decided that they were going to essentially manipulate the market into um, not allowing retail investors to trade the stock, thus limiting people's ability to crowd into the stock, mm-hmm. setting the price up. Basically everything um, that uh, other traders and investors can do freely on their own, yeah. under their own accord. Yep. So they cut off everybody's ability to buy the stock, but they kept trading the stock. So, you know, that's totally on the up and up. Um, honestly, whoever was involved up and down the ladder, those people should go to prison. They won't. Um, but yeah, so it's 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 a sad state of affairs. It's the type of actions that, you know, make people... <clears throat> truly question whether or not they want to be invested in the market. Yep. Um, it's, it's unfair. Um, yeah, it, it, it's interesting. Holy, holy, not correct. It's interesting that you bring that up because like the, the way the news reported it, uh, which you and I talked about over the last week is just one, it's infuriating Two, not surprising and three kind of funny, honestly, um, because mm-hmm. you can see the way that they're, that news anchors are approaching it and either, you know, and we're talking, talking heads. We're not talking your local newscaster, um, on your local station. We're talking about cable news, 24 hour news cycles where they're talking about like trying to break down to the layperson what is happening with, why is everybody talking about game stock? But the, the things they're, they're talking about are like their rhetoric. They're the shit that they've always talked about about like, oh, you're going to play games in the stock market and, and the little guy is going to be left empty handed, which we talked about on the last on last week's cast, which was that's not the point of what they're of what these why these people are doing it. They're not doing it to make major investments to the, where they're set up for life. I mean, if it happens, if that's the the uh, the accidental outcome, cool. The major point is they're fucking over people who have taken advantage of the system, and also people in general, which is fucked up. Yep. And uh, newscasters aren't talking about it. Instead, they're talking about like, oh, these mi- these small investors are out there, and they are going to destroy the foundational aspects of what makes the stock market so powerful. But when in reality. Like there was like the little guy had no chance and it's just exposing that fact of the little guy has such a disadvantage of what they can do with their even $10,000, which to the average person is a shit ton of money. But in the stock market, when you're going up against billions of dollars in hedge funds that can just decide when and where to (laughs) fuck a stock up, it feels good when some guys on Reddit get together and, uh, kind of, if not take down, definitely put some perspective on the way the stock market is played. Yeah. And I mean, I think, <clears throat> I don't know if I said it in the last episode, but I, I should have. Um, the, the important thing is, is, is forcing. So hedge funds always deny doing this type of stuff. Right. <clears throat> and now that it's easily provable, um, hopefully it leads to rule changes. I mean, you, <clears throat> you can't as a hedge fund, you know, manage the market 
and invest in the market. That's not, it's not fair. That's right. not how this works. So um, the hedge fund that owned, so in, in a market, right, you have the broker and the clearinghouse. I, I talked about that last week. Um, you can't just pull the ability for the clearinghouse to clear market orders for retail investors while you have a vested interest in essentially tanking the price of said stock because you're losing money every day. Right. Um, that that's bullshit. So the, I think the lessons that people learn, it'll take a long time for us to really, uh, research and, and be able to prove what happened here. But to your point, it was never about making money. Um, the, <clears throat> the crowd who are in the trade are in it for, um, milking, uh, uh, hedge funds of funds, right? Um, and then also, more importantly, um, a lot of them are in it just to prove that the funds are doing stuff like this. I mean, there's there's a there's a, a video circulating out there. You can find it if you look of Jim Cramer, who's supposedly this um, you know investment professional for the average Joe. This motherfucker's on his, so he owns the street.com, which is one of the original Wall Street beat uh, sites. Yeah, he also <clears> employed <throat> Lenny Dykstra as a fucking analyst on the, the street at some point. He did, he did. Fun fact. Well, Lenny Dykstra is actually a smart dude. Um, uh, he is batshit crazy and also he smart. Is. <laughs> he is. Yeah, but he's one of those like quant people, like you can tell he's really fucking good with numbers, but also just mentally unstable. Like, unstable yeah um so so yeah so the street.com right they used to have this paid for subscription where i think it was a hundred bucks a month or something you could pay to um you know get the inside scoop from jim kramer and in one of these videos kramer essentially describes how uh hedge funds when they need to make um their end of month goals they would go select a couple of stocks that have run up and they would post and, and disseminate f false articles about said company, um, short the stock and essentially be guaranteed 10, 15% profit. So they did with the iPhone when Apple brought the iPhone out. Um, he named an example where like, you know, Apple's run up 60% over the past six months. If I were if I were managing my fund, I would probably go out and say Verizon and, and AT&T don't want the phone. Or maybe I'd say uh, the phone shipments are going to be backed up. They're not going to have enough in stock to launch it next year at, at, at uh, uh, the worldwide developer uh, forum. So it's like it's stuff like that where it's like. And if I remember You're, correctly, like you can only do this because you have money and people allow you to do this. It's not the average investor can't do that. Well, the uh, downside so it's, it's risk-free return. It's bullshit. The sketchy part about all of that is when people especially media personalities run blogs and services like that, um, other media companies subscribe to it. And yep. when you have when you're making statements like that that do have an impact on the greater public, it gets really dicey about why those statements are made because they're made as an editorial statement, which in and of itself not illegal, it's not a problem. But when that editorial statement is made, if say if the editor of the New York Times made that statement and then they also had stock 
Like they hold yeah, yeah. It's, shares it's, in that it's, stock. It's the actual ownership that you that you get from the story, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's what makes it really sketchy. Well, yeah, it's, it's and again, um, he he fully admits to it being a gray area, partially illegal. Yeah, but he says, you know, the SEC is so busy. Who gives a shit? Is essentially his excuse. Um, so let me ask so, one one question. Uh, so what is what are the what are the next seven days look like in your opinion on on uh, the game stonk stocks? Yeah, it'll probably settle here for a bit. Um, I mean, I could I could probably see it settling. I mean, it's tough to say. Um, would I be surprised if we're back at fifty bucks here in the next four days? No. Would I be surprised if we're settling between eighty and a hundred? Also, no. I think you're going to see this channel between like essentially seventy on a hundred and twenty kind of form, and you'll just see people trade within it. With every once in a while, it'll dip to fifty. Every once in a while, it might go a little bit above one twenty. Um, it just seems to be there's a lot of ownership at these prices, so um, you're not going to get the sort of parabolic move down or up that you saw before. Yeah. Um, the the squeeze for the time being is entirely out of the picture because um, it's not exactly clear how the cover was done um, on the shares, but the cover seems to have happened over the weekend. Now, it could be that institutional investors outside of the market sold these things to hedge funds to essentially bail them out. Um, that was also always a possibility, but you'd have to wonder what the institutional investor is getting out of that. Right. Um, so yeah, it'll be interesting to see here. Um, GameStop's not going to be the last Reddit trade. Um, it certainly was the first Reddit trade that I 100%, you know, um, agreed with most of these guys they come up with some pretty outlandish due diligence and make decisions based on it um but it's always interesting to read you know like it's what i what i like about what wall street bets poses to the market is it's a bunch of essentially people who um i know they're going to be painted as people who sit in their mom's basement but they're not they're people like me people like you um who just really like trading stock and they do research and um, there's a form for them to post their research. And if the research is good, you know, the, the feedback loop exists to then reward them in that, um, in that process. But if the research is bad, they also get called, you know, idiots. So it's not, <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, it's not, a, I mean, it's there's, a there's one, it's a two way street to communicate on Reddit. Like you have upvotes and downvotes. You're held accountable for your nonsense sometimes. So there's a, there's a fantastic, fantastic uh um uh scenario where give me one second i'm gonna pull it up where a guy um (laughs) buys gourd futures what pumpkins (laughs) ornamental gourd futures yeah give me just a second i'll find it so in any case it's it's one of those things where um because you have that feedback loop, um, it improves everybody, right? Like, is Wall Street bets at the level right now where you should go invest based on them? No. Do they have the potential to get there? Absolutely. They now have 8.5 million people. When I joined 
um, joined the community, we were only like 600,000 people. So it, it, um, it, it has the potential to include, to, to pull in more sort of well-versed finance individuals. And because of that, um, you know, it, it, it will be a force to reckon with. You cannot, you cannot, you cannot write off the power of eight and a eight and a half million people doing research on the stock market. You just can't. Um, and that that's, I, I think probably going to be the most lasting um, sustained thing here is um, wall street bets will be seen after this is done. However many of the eight and a half million people remain, they will be kind of monitored by wall street more yeah. than they were before because every once in a while some wacky trade's going to come out of there and it's going to work. Mm-hmm. It's just you you can't have this many people researching something and not find something. Um <laughs> thank you for the update. Uh, I I find it really interesting. Um I've started following uh this dude on YouTube. He's called The Legal Eagle. He's a lawyer who breaks down like uh popular legal cases or popular questions that pop up and uh the just the crowdsourcing of stock information and is there anything illegal happening here uh he did some he did a really good breakdown last week so if you have i think it's like a 20 minute video it's a little lengthy but it's really good really well thought out he breaks it down into several parts and uh it it like just like all other law reviews like when you read them like uh, especially before things go to trial it's just like well i hate to break it to you but there is no it could go either way. Like, <laughs> yeah. it just depends on uh, like what what charges are filed. If their charges are filed in the right places for the right reasons, and like what sucks is a lot of the Robin Hood class action lawsuits are going to get thrown out immediately <laughs> because you sign a user a, an end user agreement that basically like for that application, just like a lot of other apps, that basically the 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 creator of the app and the person who's running the app has the in say of like what exactly goes on here yeah i mean i think i think the important thing there again and this is something i've even before this whole scenario happened right railed against on this very podcast people need to understand what their broker interest is right so who whose interest does the broker have in mind right um just because you can trade for free and they turn this market into a game for some people on an app doesn't mean it's good. Right. And I know I was probably one of the first people uh, that, that you heard that railed against Robinhood. Robinhood is a bullshit company. You should not give them your money to trade stock. You just shouldn't. Um, they're literally selling your data two big hedge funds so that those hedge funds can buy your orders before they reach the market so that they can scalp a cent or a half mm-hmm. a cent off of the transaction. Like this isn't, it's not good for the market. It's not good for you. The trade's never free. Nothing's ever free. Um, you should go to more reputable brokers. Now, do they sell deal flow? Yes, they do. But for them, they can normally meet those orders in their own accounts um, cause there's normally a Schwab person selling and a Schwab person buying. Um, so it's, it, it is a little bit different, but, um, you know, we need to move away from all this, like, but there's nothing ever truly free. That's all I'll say is there's nothing truly free unless you're with 
with with a reputable broker that's not robin hood or <laughs> even I, I mean really the only one that i would currently sign up for that agreed not to do deal flow um sales is public um it's i think it's public.org or public.com they're the it's a brand new um trading app mm -hmm. and they they in their user agreement yeah public.com um in their in their uh user agreement they physically say they will not sell your order flow to a third party you, that makes total sense right so go, go put your money if you're looking to open something up that has a cool app that you know um is sort of that new age investment platform public would be the one i wouldn't fuck around with any of the other ones well we are fucking around with other social media sites um and i know this is very social media heavy but i bring that up because frank drummed up like fucking 500 600 new followers on our twitter page at no beer left cast over on twitter last week with his commentary and awesome breakdown of what's happening with game stocks stocks and um you know uh i i'm gonna just shameless plug the instagram page at no beer left cast as well um, because, you know, it's full of all of our fun content, some videos that we post up over there, um, same videos we post to YouTube. Let's plug that at No Beer Left Behind over on YouTube. You can search us there, subscribe, so uh, you can catch any photos or any videos that we post up over there. Frank, I, I, I did something, and, you're, and this ties okay. back to app selling data and fucking nefarious things happening with application, mobile applications. I started us a no beer left behind TikTok. It's a slippery, slippery slope, my friend. Well, let me let me explain to you. So you can find us over on TikTok at no beer left cast. So keep them with the same namesake. Figure out if nothing else, just sit on that name. You know, just for eventuality when we you know when we blow up and we're bigger than Newsmax um, that we can. <laughs> Honestly, did you, oh, by the way, just yes, quick I, segue. I, I saw it. <laughs> did you hear? Okay, so did you hear people said they were they were going to stop watching Netflix because of the My Pillow guy? Like people got so confused about Newsmax versus Netflix, and like, yeah, that doesn't surprise me with Newsmax's audience. Anyway, uh, not what I was going to say. Uh, what I was going to say is, uh, uh, I went over to the TikToks. Okay, and I decided, you know what, I'm going to give it a shot. Mrs. Brian was like, hey, listen. She, she did some market research for us, Frank. She's like, beer TikTok is, there's nothing over there, which I told her. I was like, there are people over there. There's some heavy influencers from uh, Instagram, Facebook, and the, just the digital digital. Yeah, beer I think world. Amanda, Amanda Bear's over there. Amanda Bear Lecter's over there. Uh, uh, Don't Drink Beer, uh, which also the dude runs another podcast. Um, dude loves to type captions and say long-winded words about beer things anyway uh he's very popular on tiktok isn't isn't tiktok supposed to be like vine no well Keep let me short. get let me get to that well i'll get into that uh, he does a lot of stuff over on instagram which is pretty funny uh anyway he's over on tiktok okay uh there's some home brewing people over on tiktok kind of interesting shit but i decided to stretch my legs and see what that's all about so mrs brian talked me into it i got i got a profile i decided you know after looming around for a while you know just kind of lurking lurking around for a while i decided i'm gonna post something so i posted our first video from at no beer left cast over on on the tiktoks um i mixed it was me getting guinness out of the refrigerator grabbing hop slam out of the refrigerator and then you know pouring hop slam floating guinness on top of it okay and I called it a hella black and tan. Okay, so here, here's here's a quick question here. 
What? Hop Slam is a 10%, right? Yeah, it's a 10% double IPA with honey. Okay. Let me, let me, we'll go through all that and you can break down questions. I'll take questions at the end of my TED talk, okay? Okay, okay. Go uh, ahead. So I posted that up and I, like, I'm getting some, some views, but I've never posted anything on TikTok. I'm like, I don't know what the fuck's going on over here. Ah, get some views. I got, yeah, I do the first, the first goddamn comment I got is that's not how you pour a beer. I was like, okay, these fucking mouth breathers. So I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to let it breathe. I'm going to let the video just sit out there see what's going on. Like I posted Saturday night at like 1130. It was late. I'd yeah. Be- you also, that, that one made it to the, to the MBLB too. Yeah. No, I, I cross posted over on Instagram cause I thought it was kind of a cool video. Anyway, I had, had some fun with it. <laughs> Where'd you get that spoon? Good question. That was also several comments that I had um, in that video. Uh, so I got that spoon. I got a, a Guinness branded spoon that's got a little bend in it. So it hangs on the edge of the glass and it's flat uh, or, you know, a, a wide bottom shallow spoon. I got that at a, at a pint night at a bar years ago, but they sell that spoon oh, okay. at the online Guinness store as well as Amazon. They're like less than 10 bucks. You can get one and really oh, nice. I mean, I've had that one for literally five years. Um, anyway, posted it. Started getting some traction, Frank. Ooh. Um, as of right now, um, so the video has been up for three days. Mm-hmm. I've gotten 28,000 views on the video. Jesus. <laughs> I've gotten uh, 803 likes. <laughs> Whoa. And I had over 100 comments today at noon. Okay. Dang. Well, let me explain exactly what happened. <laughs> what happened was what happened was so I posted that video, and then the next day I uh, I posted a video of uh, me dropping a shot into a pint of Guinness. Okay, and I was very careful. I didn't say what the common American name for that drink was because I know it's offensive yeah. to people in Ireland because fucking car bombs are a real thing in well, Ireland so, okay. in recent half. Also, I guess with Guinness that is, because I've always so, heard that is also being a kamikaze, but that's a different thing. Yeah, kamikaze is a whole different thing and also probably not something you should order at a bar. Anyway, mm-hmm. uh, I know they have a shot called it and it's essentially just fucking triple sec and tequila or some shit, but let's... Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, no, ignore me. I'm, think, I'm thinking about sake bombs. Fucking idiot. <laughs> oh my God. You didn't have to say that and you would have been fine. It would have just been a... I'm a anyway. Dumbass. Okay, here's what we're going to do. So I, I called, you know, it was just basically dropping a, a, a coffee and a coffee liqueur and cream shot into a, a pint of Guinness and then down in it. It was, it was fun. It was, it was whatever. Uh, but what I did not realize was um, that there are other things that are considered highly offensive to Irish people. One of those things is the the term black and tan. It is not offensive for the reason that you would think. Okay, so what I'm, I, I'm, I, I I have no idea, but I I find this fascinating that you I, offended someone on TikTok. Uh, no, Frank, I didn't offend someone. I offended an entire fucking nation because of your ancestors, of my ancestors. <laughs> Boy, well, they, you know, next next up, Ashkenazi Jews. Well, hey, listen, I, I, oh my God, I did joke with my wife. I was like, dude, I pissed off my fucking people. Next, I'm just going to go hard on the Rheinheitske boat and really just translate some shit from German and be like, like, you know, I'm going to put some lactose in my Hefeweizen, suck it, Nazis, and then just yeah. let them roll because it's coming. Not going to do that. 
anyway, I pissed off an entire nation. And I know that I pissed off an entire nation because there are no shit a dozen comments in there that are, you don't know shit about Ireland. You Clearly not Irish because this is hella offensive. Someone told me to stop the planet and disembark, which, what the fuck? Someone told me, Jesus, which is funny because it's written J-A-E-Z-U-S, which I was like, I was fucking, you figured out how to spell with an accent. That's amazing. Uh, someone told me they were going to throw me through a window if I ever referred to it as that again. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. People oh, went no. off, okay? And I addressed that. I was like, listen, you know, I didn't, you know, didn't come groveling back. But, like, honestly, when it first happened, the first, like, four comments that I got were, like, highly offensive. You should remove. And I was like, these motherfuckers are bitching and complaining that I'm mixing with Guinness. Little do they know, like, Guinness fanboy, like, Guinness appreciation person number fucking one in the world. Like, y'all need to pump the brakes. Didn't realize that they were saying that the name was offensive until someone last night was like, the name is offensive. You should look, do your research, do better or something like that. I was like, okay, let me just type in click, 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 black and tan offensive. Here's what pops up. The black and tans were another name for the violent Royal Irish Constabulary Reserve Force sent by Britain into Ireland in the 1920s. And the drink is considered offensive. If you need to, if you feel the need to order a light beer and a dark beer mixer in a single glass, order a half and half. Okay, didn't know that. Literally. Okay. I told I told Mrs. Brian, and again, new listeners who are tuning in, Mrs. Brian is a black woman. Okay, and as I explained to her, I was like, "Hey, here's why people were saying this is offensive," and I explained it to her. She goes, "Also, also, what? We, I think we need a level set. Just we don't." When when we post something, we don't go out of our way to try to be offensive. You know, like we have never. <laughs> no, we we actually go out of our way to try to make sure we're not offending. Someone. Yes, so the fact that this happened really sucks. I mean, that really sucks. But here's the deal. You know, okay, so I was going into this like last night. I was out trying to enjoy a cigar and watching Manchester United kick the shit out of Southampton in a replay, and I'm reading through these comments. I'm like, wow. Like I can see how this would be like. Whatever. I, I can see if this were my homeland, if this this affected my family in some way, I can see how this would piss me off. I don't think it would piss me off enough to fucking comment on a goddamn TikTok about it, but here we are. So I was like, you know, hey, you know, thanks for teaching me, you know, uh, telling me that this is, this is considered offensive. I'll definitely do better, and I'll try to educate people around me. Because, believe it or not, people of Ireland, um, American education system does not teach us about the fucking invasion of, of Ireland or the occupation of Ireland by British forces at all. I'd bet, I'd bet, I'd bet outside of the island, you probably don't hear about it. Here's um, the deal, Frank. I was virtual guarantee because they lost. So you don't, you don't hear ah, about, about lost, losing. No, I mean, now you don't hear about now losing wars. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? Like, it's like, right. It'd be like, I, I don't even like you learn about World War Two in Germany because it made Germany a good country. Um, a better country than when it had Nazis. A better country, it. and it had a huge impact around the world. Right. But you don't learn about the Bosnian conflict in American schools because, hell, that was a tiny thing that happened. It, yeah, sure, it impacted a shit ton of people. Frank, let me just tell you how. But it's not something like, I'm sorry. I, okay, I understand there's, there's like, hey, this is offensive. You should read this article. Here's yeah. the thing. You know, but hey, it's 1920. Um, <laughs> we're 100 years, years removed from it. Is literally probably no one alive that was even in that 
Um, second, and I'm not trying to to, to downplay it. It'd be, I mean, okay. So the, the 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 British did a shit ton to my family, but I don't sit around and like fuck England, you know. No, you you actually sports really like ESBs, and you should fucking hate extra special bitters, Apparently, bro. I mean, come on now, like we can't, we cannot, we. If you're offended by it. Find a better term than half and half. If you go into well, they, there's uh, a York's, bunch. I'm using the ones that I can pronounce. I'm yeah, I might go, have been cursed out in Gaelic. City. I'm not sure. I, I dare <laughs> I dare any Irishman to walk into a fucking random ass bar in New York and say, "Can I get a half and half?" They would hand you a coffee. Cup of fucking milk. They're gonna. Yeah, I was gonna say they're hand you a coffee okay, with fucking like, half and half in it. Like I don't know what the fuck or, you want this or a black and white cookie. Okay, because sometimes <laughs> those are called half and halves. But it's like, you know. Maybe, maybe instead of so okay do you remember I actually have a very good example for this do you remember when I said there is this thing that you guys call a lime there's okay there's a, there's a certain type of lime oh the Indian lime that's yeah it starts yes. with a K yeah. that people just hear say freely mm-hmm. and I, I mean I could have used that opportunity to be like I cannot believe Americans are doing I cannot even fucking believe Whole Foods Instead, what did I do? I said, listen, guys, just so you know, this is like the N-word in Afrikaans. And be very careful outside of this country saying it. One, that's helpful. Two, it's a different fucking language, which is, that's a tough one. Like someone who's completely ignorant to the language altogether, like I'm going to say 99.8% of Americans, like like they're not going to know... what the fuck someone's pissed off about until they hear it from someone like you the same way that like i bro i told i told mrs brian this and she looked at me like i was an asshole but i've told her a dozen or so times and i i don't know if i've told you or not but if not here we go i had never heard of the apartheid until i met you and i was fucking 18 years old and well that's also common. that's pretty also common. not a dumbass i want to point that out i yeah, am yeah. not a fucking uh, actually uh, actually enjoyed history yeah loved it uh, like and it was a embarrassing that i didn't know about a fucking uh, a world changing event like i knew i'd heard the name of nelson mandela but i didn't know why it was important like yeah. which is again like you, you can only be so pissed off about someone who's that ignorant about something like you can't be but that also, pissed off of that person no and 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 if if <laughs> i mean to your point you could have gone and said you know gone off on the Ryan Heights about various fucking styles and shit. Yeah. And th- that person would have nothing, uh, zero, zero knowledge in that, in that realm. Right. Like right. it's, I, I think it's, and uh, we talked about this at the very beginning of like the me too movement where, you know, people need to stop being so sensitive. Like, and it's not, it's not sensitive in terms of being offended. You can be offended. It's how you react to it. If you react to it by 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 making this person into an evil de- like deity that you just are gonna fucking take down now, mm-hmm. that's not something we should be doing. Like, right. give give a person a shot. You know, it's I don't walk in to Whole Foods, read the K word lime, and go burn the motherfucker down. Real you know? quick, like, it's not key. The word he is referring to is not key lime. It is a, no, no, an no. Asian lime uh, that's commonly used in like Indian dishes. But and it's also used in cocktails now, which is why oh, people need to be very careful. God. It's it's like 
yeah, it's it's a border. Like we're we're getting pretty close to where people are just going to be saying this, and it's going to be a problem. I um, uh, but the one thing I will say, Frank, and this is I think something we talked about when we were discussing the Me Too movement. When someone we're talking about language, it is much easier to forgive someone who makes a mistake um, because it is it's like where it comes to words like when you're talking about either the the way you just you know the the name of a line or the name of a drink that has been called that for decades to my knowledge in in uh, in and around me uh it's much easier to forgive that than someone who uh there's a physical and life-altering situation that's placed on someone when you say give them a break yeah because there are a lot of fucking variables that go in there but the point still stands of like it is are you doing more harm than good by just writing someone off on tiktok because they made an ignorant statement and that's what i wanted to kind of finalize this this whole section with is that majority of tiktok actually not bad because a lot of the people who i said i just came out and said like hey learned about it last night gonna do my best to to change the way i describe it especially if like the home country where this you know where this beverage is located doesn't want it called that Let's just fucking call it something else. I'm down with calling it. I'm down with calling it what the fuck ever. It's not something that I order on a daily, on a regular basis. So it's not like it's any sweat off my back. I don't give a shit. But at the same time, like, you know how I stand on if I can keep someone. Why, from do, feeling, why don't we just call it a dark and light? Like, I mean, it's, it's not. I, I'm going to call it. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to call it the duality of man from now on. And it is an homage to Michael Scott. It's going to be forever henceforth known as the duality of man. I just, I, uh, but I, t- I, I am totally on board with you, man. Like, it's like you, I, the number of times, right? So this happened last week too, when I was doing the, the whole thread, mm-hmm. you get so many responses that are just trash. Yeah. It's trash. And, um, when someone says something that's offensive, um, you write back and you're like, okay, sorry, you know, you try to manage it. Um, but last week, this one lady was like, you have no idea what you're talking about. This is horrible for the market, whatnot. And I was like, uh, please reread my threads. <laughs> um, I don't think you fully understand what you're saying. Uh, and then I said blocked. Okay. Yeah. And I blocked her. I was like, I don't need this shit. Fuck Done. off. Whatever. Yeah. Um, this lady came back. This other lady said, I guess they can't take strong women. And I was like, what? <laughs> yeah, her comment was fucking garbage. Like, yeah, real quick, garbage. Real quick, uh, Frank is married to a fucking doctor. <laughs> I was like, dude, I'm not even sitting around, like, looking for this argument. But if you're going to come into the fucking ring, guns a-blazing, right, I'll I'll tell you to exit stage left, and we'll just move on with a conversation amongst the people who actually care about what we're talking about here. I mean, listen, I mean, the it's, restraint. It's, it's insanity. It's insanity. Like people who 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 like sit there, and it's as though they want to find something wrong, and if they yeah. don't for that day, they're not fulfilled. Yeah, it's it's insane. It's and what's insane? What's wild is we're we're talking to admit it. I've never produced anything, and it also kind of pisses me off that I've never produced anything that has gotten 28,000 views ever, much less something that was under a fucking minute long. Okay, as a video content creator, I am forever pissed. But at the same time, we're dealing with a small section of people, even smaller section of like the, 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 the audience at large, meaning the world, but a small section of Twitter, TikTok, Instagram, whatever. 
And if we're yeah, getting but at some those... point, that that sample size proves something. Exactly. Like you're 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 catching shit from a certain percentage of people, no matter what. And those people are mm-hmm. going to give shit no, like regardless of the subject matter. In uh, like that was the first thing. That... And it's it's, un- it's unfortunate because you know that's how they get their their fulfillment. Like it's yeah. it's 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 unfortunate that there are so many people out there who constantly need, they feel the need to have their, I'm going to call it re-educate, right? It's like, yeah. it's, they, they, it's they basically have they their opinion feel, validated. Yeah. They feel, they feel zero empathy for someone else, right? When it comes to where they're, the path that they've walked, like in, in my, in my life, you know, if someone comes with a bad opinion, mm-hmm. I try to give them more information. And then if they still reject the information, then you can call them an idiot. But you can't off the bat go, you fucking idiot, why did you do this? And then leave the thread. It's like, what are you doing? All right, I have a confession to make. The guy who told me he was going to throw me through a window if I made another, uh, uh, if I wasted another Guinness, I did tell him to bring it. Uh, (laughs) You know what? I mean, I feel strong in that statement. I fucking bring it on. Bring it on, old Irish be, boy. I mean, I'm sorry. Yeah. Half and halves are great, or whatever they're what, called. You, I, dude, no, um, we're calling them the duality of man. I, you know well, what? Yeah, duality, duality, du- duality of person. Because women can order it, too. Which is, I like that. Yeah, oh, sorry. I, I apologize. We almost I, offended a whole group again. But you know what? Okay, so it, it should be said. that what the fr- uh, duality of people. Duality of people. <laughs> we're just call it duality. Boom, there we go. And then we can put a slip knock on to it, too. Oh, fucking sick Ooh, this is gonna like be the it. next like video it's easier to even say can i duality. get one duality and two you I need, know i need three good. dualities and they're gonna be like i don't i don't know if i got it oh, okay. i like it that is. i like okay. that but wait, wait, wait. have them have them come this side and order a glass of half and half <laughs> oh yeah oh step up to, belly up to the bar old boy and, and pour yourself for a, a whole pint of half and half and shit your pants before you get to the car <laughs> <laughs> you imagine no baileys nothing Not just, just straight half and half you just got a, a right. cardboard pint of half and half <laughs> yeah but it's it's it, i mean it, 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 the point the point is is stop 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 assuming you know or start listening start trying to understand you know like you can have some QAnon batshit in- individual come to your door and spew shit just be patient if they then choose to still keep going then you have the right but you don't have the right off the bat yeah to well, just it, it, it even it even goes to and and I understand this is very sensitive, but it goes to racism too. Like some people, literally, are so entrenched in a racist family and in a society that if if you don't choose to show them different, they will never know different. Right. And as such, they'll never be different. So yeah, it that's what it gets job to open up their eyes in some capacity. But you can only go so far. I'm not. I, I'm well, not I was going to say. Like, Go go land on the sword. Like, <laughs> that's that's when saying. it comes to the point of like at some at yeah. some point in time, it is not up to the minority races in our society to fucking Absolutely. educate the entire no, society. No, no, no. It's definitely not up to them. I'm talking as white people. Oh, right? okay, like, okay, yeah. If you know a racist, it is your job to try to change him. But also don't don't go through life yeah. um, you know, beating yourself up that you can't do it. I've failed more times than I've succeeded well, the, on multiple times, but the, um, the other thing that I wanted to try and then in trying, it's going to validate either your opinion about the person or it's not. And that's, that's where you want to be. You don't just want to 
sit around and be like, I think he might maybe, if not, maybe so a racist. And uh, that's not a good place to be friends or live. Well, I should also, I, I want to bring up the fact that neither one of us, okay, let me back up. We, we're coming at this from a place of like, we've had to educate our like uber conservative family, friends, neighbors, whatever, uh, or in Frank's case, educate his co-hosts about how to not be dumbasses when dealing with other people around the world. Um, so it's, it, we're coming at this from a, a standpoint of like, okay, we, we know how to be forgiving when talking to other people, but at the same time, or, you know, when, when dealing with these uh, uh, either racist dumbasses or just in general, like ignorant people. Sometimes, but the, sometimes just smooth brained individuals in general. Right. But the other side, we've found ourselves, like we've all found ourselves in situations where we've said something, done something that has not been socially acceptable, not to like where we did it on purpose to be socially unacceptable. Um, at least not in our adult years. I mean, Jesus Christ. I mean, like we don't want to be, I live the way the way that I live. I don't want anyone to feel less about themselves or their family members because of something I said. Is that always the way I have lived? No, absolutely not. But I've been given multiple chances to correct that behavior, and I'm lucky enough to be surrounded with uh, oh, a wonderful wife who explains like, "Hey, I love you to death, but you can't do that again." And then she explains why because of either a white male privilege or just be being a dumbass like she's very helpful in that frank in the same way has been very helpful in explaining like hey pretty colonistic view that you just shed there and here's why and i would never have realized like what i was saying um in the same i hope i've also brought that view for like indigenous people of america like uh, the one thing that i kept thinking of when people were telling me how to correctly uh describe duality the the beer pour of duality um, was like, oh, I would be this pissed off or I was this pissed off when people from around this country, the United States, um, several breweries made a, a trail of tears pale ale or a trail of tears red ale. Like that to me pissed me off. It had nothing to do with my, like to Frank's point earlier, like the shit happened over a hundred years ago. Well, yes, it, the trail of tears, uh, the basically, the moving of entire tribes of indigenous people out of land so white people could settle it happened a very long time ago. It still fucking happened. And parts of this country still see the, the like destruction that, that that caused. And it's painful when you see people who are really good people who were given such a, a sh like their ancestors in particular were given such a shit show of uh, a, a, an existence because colonizers basically came through and pushed them off their land. It pisses me yeah. off. I had no, I have no connection with it, but I can be pissed off about it. And it's not like cancel all these people, but it's also a, Hey, maybe bikini atoll shouldn't be a beer name. <laughs> like, yeah, you should, you should know. Like it's not, and it's, it's, it's not going to help. Okay. So, so there, I guess we can, we can sort of, you know, maybe wrap after this, but, yeah. um, there's a big difference between founders explicitly having separate printers and naming something Bikini Atoll. And you cannot treat those things as the same. Correct. Um, the Bikini Atoll person needs to understand why it's offensive and then, you know, get a chance to kind of... Course correct. Uh, course correct. Same with the... Um, the incident on TikTok, you know, with black and tan is apparently offensive. We had no idea. None. Um, and and that's okay. Now we do. I mean, it's not, 
there's nothing wrong with educating, but if your if your initial response is burn it to the ground, you are the problem. It's not there's there's not there's not much to be said for that. Um and unfortunately it's it's much it's it, it's such an easy cop out to go that route because it means you have to invest no time, you have to invest no brain power to move a person's opinion. And you can do that. It is your right to do that. Yeah. But I'm gonna I'm going to tell you, you're honestly no better than the person who just offended you. Right. Um, it doesn't make much sense. And that's why, you know, growing up in a society that was as racist as it is, you don't beat racists by calling them idiots. It's That's not how it works. No, you're just going to um, either further divide them or they're never going yeah. to learn any different ways. Yeah. So so we can we can wish that that works or we can actually work on the great re-education of, of society, which is in this country, what's needed. People need to understand, you know, uh, at least listen to better approaches. Mm -hmm. uh, they need to listen to correct data sources. They need to trust them. There's yeah. a lot that needs to happen, but science, it's Let's just trust science. It, Let's see what that gets us. Yeah. But it, 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 it 100% does not start with, you know, what a fucking dumbass. No, um, no. And and uh, quite honestly, if you've had a lot of conversations if, and you've tried to improve um, individuals' um, opinions and behaviors, you should consider whether or not it it's worth your time. And you should right. invest that amount of time in someone that is willing to listen and change. Because um, I think a lot of people get very frustrated when they run into brick walls. You're going to run into more brick walls than you're going to run into people who go, oh, yeah, Barack Obama was a legitimate president. Um <laughs> it's just it's how it works it's yeah, your the, audience it, also has a lot to do with that conversation going one way or the other yeah <laughs> but like yeah it's not there's no there's no, there's no like there's no perfect here no. there's there's only failing a bunch of times and then hoping one time you succeed yeah i um you know you talked about like giving people a chance to educate uh, one another i'd like to take this time to educate the uneducated on what tiktok is I thought when I went into it and when I heard about TikTok, it was a bunch of 13 year olds dancing to fucking songs and putting shit up that I didn't understand. Um, what I realized is TikTok's a pretty legit social media platform. <laughs> no, it, it is legit. I think that the fear of TikTok is the Chinese government. I, you know what? That, though? Sh that should be the fear for people. That probably should also be the fear for all like 90% of apps on the internet, like on, on mobile devices, honestly, because but, I mean, but they actually own your data through TikTok. So does Facebook. Not, and just because it's located in Silicon Valley doesn't mean that it's being handled any differently. I, I, I agree. I know. I'm just saying there's, there's jurisdiction there that doesn't exist with TikTok. So here's what's it, up. It, it, it's, it is a slippery slope with TikTok, but sure. Here's I, what's I get up. what you're saying. The, I get what you're saying. Well, no, I, and I want to I make this point very clear. TikTok does a very good job of targeting your uh, likes and targeting uh, okay. other other artists and other creators to your to your eyes. And I say that okay. because uh, and that's just based on the on the algorithms of TikTok, which nefarious as they may be, they're fucking effective. And here's why I say that: based on the shit that I like, I have found that uh, I'm seeing a lot more videos that are my sense of humor. And when I say my sense of humor, like shit that makes me legit laugh on a regular basis, which I have found extremely helpful and healthy to me. 
The yeah. other thing that it does is it shows me different people who I don't normally see. In particular, black punk and black death metal fe- uh, folks. And I'm not talking black metal. I'm talking about black people who love metal. I didn't okay. fucking know, man. I didn't know that there were people out there who didn't look like me, who fucking like the same music that I oh, absolutely. deeply love. And like, I noticed that, like, I understand immediately, like, that's the same, the same, you know, for lack of a better term, plight that my wife went through when in high school. She was one of very few black people who went to a majority white, like, very affluent high school in North Texas, and she loved punk music. Loved punk music. I'm not talking like no FX punk. I'm talking like Fall Out Boy, My Chemical Romance, all that like early 2000s punk. Okay. Uh, Loved it. And she like has told me stories at not like all the time about how like she felt like she was the only one. Oh, I can't feel like I feel like I have to listen. Like I felt I felt forced into this. But at the same time, I loved I love this music. Like I was forced into it to like fit in with crowds, but at the same time I love this music. And then now that I'm adult, like other black people don't listen to this music and we fucking found TikTok. It's awesome. Like, and I'm talking all walks of life. I'm not talking teens. Like there's millennial TikTok. Millennial TikTok's pretty legit, dude. It's just nothing but like, at least mine is a bunch of, uh, gay, lesbian, trans people fucking shitting on young people, shitting on old people, shitting on ourselves and having a great time at it. And it's like, it's it's wonderful because I look over at Facebook and I see a bunch of dumbasses that I went to high school with that I still can't get off my Facebook timeline uh, talking about their 85,000 kids that they've had. I can't get them off my Facebook fucking timeline. Or I go over to Twitter and it's basically a toxic wasteland for a majority of the time. There's even people like outing racist which cool yay out the racist let's see where they're at outing misogynist yay out the assholes let's see where they're at but at the same time i fucking get tired dude that's why i liked instagram so much because i could share my like pictures that i that i like capturing and then instagram's algorithm kind of went to shit and if you're not on there every day fucking literally hustling your your instagram feed goes to shit and it's like 90 percent ads but then i found tiktok and you know what I feel like I'm a better person for it. Anyway, yeah, I, I've I've heard good things about TikTok and their um, their deep uh, learning algorithm. It's supposedly one of the best out there. It's amazing, Frank. Um, like I, I, again, I understand the nefarious side of it. Uh, no, but I mean, I, 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 I you, you, it, it makes you wonder: is that algorithm, you know, a government investment? You know, it, it's got to make people wonder, like, mm-hmm. is is China perfecting um, an algorithm to where they can present in in perfect harmony fake news, mm-hmm. um, made up stories to individuals who will gobble it up? And, and you've got to you've got to think about that. It's not I'm not TikTok for its usefulness for what you do on it. It's like any other social media, to your point. The data's theirs. They can yeah. do whatever they want with it. Um, I think the nefarious shit behind um, Chinese-owned entities. I mean, the other day, Jack Ma was missing for like three months, yeah. the, the, the head of Alibaba. No one to this day knows what happened to him. No one will know what happened to him. Um, Frank, and the head of the CDC <clears throat> went missing from Atlanta like 10 okay, years okay. ago. We're not going to no equivocate this. Shit We're not going to equivocate. This is not the same thing. You're in America. Not lose an inside job. <laughs> no, we're not doing this. Um, did you see? Okay, hold on one second. Okay. So um, 
Did you see the clip on Fox News speaking of 9-11? Where, so I think, yeah, we're, well, coming up here pretty shortly, we will have housed prisoners in Guantanamo Guantanamo Bay for 20 years, okay? And, yeah. We're not going to clap for that. No applause. We're not going to clap for that. Okay, just wanted to make sure that wasn't a celebratory. So Fox News had a bit on this, okay? And their bit was essentially, I, I, I don't know if the guy, the guy's name might be, it might, it might have been the Kilmead guy. I can't remember. But oh, Brian he, Kilmead. Uh, yeah, he came on and he goes, um, what are we waiting for? Why don't we just kill him? And the guy goes, the, his, the, the, the person he was interviewing said, I agree. Why don't we? I mean, it's 20 years. It's been 20 years. They committed the act. They don't even have any useful information left because um, they've been out of the terrorist network for 20 years. Oh, my God. Um, the, world, the world is looking at us thinking we're so pathetic because in America, if you get arrested for terrorism, all you have to do is hire a lawyer and you'll be alive 20 years later. Oh, I was my like, God. Oh my God. <laughs> like, well, that's someone, who's, that's someone who's never... Had never done, never been in prison. Never had any family members who've ever been to prison. Never had any run-ins with a law that weren't solved by Daddy calling the district attorney and clearing things up. Like, well, it's also someone who doesn't understand some of the seriously quicksand cases that are in Guantanamo Bay. Like, oh yeah, there's a lot of those people who they arrested like uncles. Mm-hmm. And and they're like, oh yeah, you're going. And they're like, what the fuck? I didn't even know what this fucker was doing. It'd be like if I was a terrorist and they arrested Brian, they were like, yeah, you guys had this guys. weekly podcast. <laughs> no one has any idea what you were saying. Oh, did Villem arrest us? Because he doesn't listen. That's the joke. <laughs> yeah, Villem called us in. He's like, yeah, they've been doing this thing most of the time. Um, so, so when you when you deal with that sort of like. And a lot of those cases are like that. There aren't very many that are actually traceable to terrorist activities. Right. Like, okay, in America, if you talk to uh, the Proud Boys, are you all of a sudden a terrorist? I mean, I don't know, maybe. I... Oh, no, we can't prove that. That's the that's what you want no, to say. <laughs> that's the point, right? right? It's like, okay, I went to one meeting. Okay, I mean, what I mean, does that mean? That, like, I mean, you've got to prove a, a state of mind and a willingness to do stuff. It's like... That's why these cases are still in in courts. I mean, you want the to touch it. Has no evidence that these people were ever going to act on their behavior. And if you can't, there's nothing wrong with wor- worshiping Satan. There's nothing no. wrong with it. They're not so. Not, not a goddamn. What are thing. you all of a sudden going to do here? Well, I mean, that's you talk about the the lack of. And we'll, we'll wrap after this. I, I, you, the lack of context to history of like, hey, dumbasses, remember when you start screaming McCarthyism at everyone? D- d- yeah, d- there is no fucking. You're just a different goddamn. Instead of communist, it's someone. It's a religion that you don't understand. Instead of fucking showing up to a meeting that turns into like, oh, well, it's a little more socialist than I thought. It's just screaming that everyone who's not like you is a goddamn socialist. Like, and they should be locked up, punished, or in this case, killed. Like, fuck off, fuck smooth off. Like, do you? Yeah, it's you're not claiming the whole high ground. Yeah, no. And when you say it that way, real quick, I was clapping for comedic effect. I know we shouldn't have fucking people locked up for twenty plus years. I honestly don't think we should have people locked up for twenty plus years for nonviolent crimes here in the United States. I don't care if you have if you're fucking covered in white powder, going, "Ooh, I'm the I'm the Holy Ghost," and that powder happens to be cocaine. 
I think that should get time knocked off for the comedic effect alone. Okay, I definitely don't think you should be doing twenty fucking years for that shit. Well, okay, and and the thing is, is if the government has not been able to prove their case in twenty years, what are we doing here? What, what are you gonna do? You gonna find some new evidence tomorrow? You fucking lost your password to that computer that the original evidence was stored on. So go fuck yourself. Yeah, it, it makes it makes no sense. It's insulting, and it's ins- it's. I, I find it more insulting that people after knowing about CIA black sites, after knowing about how people were targeted um, in Iraq and and Afghanistan, um, we still sit around and pretend like we were right. We were wrong. Um, There's no reason that Guantanamo Bay should exist as it currently exists. There's no reason these people should be locked up there. And no, I'm not taking the sides of of, of terrorism. If these people had committed actual acts or planned actual acts which i'm sure there there might be five out of the fucking 50 or whatever you know like yeah it shouldn't take you 20 years to prove that case so if after 20 years you can't prove the case i'm sorry maybe just monitor them for the rest of their lives and stop wasting their entire adulthood in a prison just because you're america like it makes it makes no sense it's insulting how dare um, you it, use it, rational it, it, it thought process. and progressive thinking to undermine uh, my judicial system? How dare you? It's I, just crazy. I mean, do you remember back in like 2006, we tried to determine if these people were even able to be uh, uh, protected under the fucking constitution? Gen- uh, under the Geneva Convention, Frank? It was a oh, fucking... Oh, that too. Th- yeah, there, was, were two, there were two things at the same time. Like, what? It was the fucking thing that told us we couldn't torture, like, like captured soldiers. The same yeah. shit. We're like, hey, I guess we have to fucking feed you and give you water. Whatever. And like, oh, let's make a naked human pyramid and fucking have people stand on top of them and take pictures and then act like there shouldn't be any, like, accountability for these yeah, fucking I mean, heinous the, the, acts to treat humans horrendous, subhumanly. Horrendous. I do like horrendous again. I fucking drink beer, fucking get a TikTok, talk to Frank on Twitter about goddamn stonks, and let's all just have a goddamn great day. Like, I honestly, Absolutely. that's the best advice I can give you. Um, God damn it. Now, now, now I'm fired up. I'm also fired up because I've recently put some sound deadening in this room, and it's hot. It is so fucking hot in here. <laughs> I don't know if you can tell, but I'm sweating my ass off in this room right now. Brian's got to figure out some way of fucking sound deadening without suffocating. So that's going to be next up on my list. Until then, ladies and gentlemen, check us out over on our, ins- our, our social media pages, Instagram, Twitter, now TikTok, at NoBeerLeftCast. Um, if you have any suggestions for beer that we should be drinking, you can hit us up on our DMs on all those sites, or you can send us an email at nobeerleftbehindcast at gmail.com. As for other things happening in our world, our biggest request from you is to uh, go out and give us a review on iTunes or whatever podcast platform you listen to us on. And uh, we're going to bring back the old steal your family's phone and subscribe to our podcast on their phone. Um, that whole campaign that we did years ago, we're going to bring it back. We're going to make it an annual thing every year around our anniversary. We're just going to require you steal one family member's phone, open up their podcast app, even if they don't listen to podcasts, and subscribe to No Real Left Behind. We appreciate it. For Brian in North Texas, until next time, I am out. 
Uh, for Frank in far, 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 far south Dallas, um, <clears throat> I was considering getting a limo this weekend, Brian. Um, we're going out to wine country, but part of me thought, you know, big group of people, maybe the, 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 the driver doesn't show up, and then I'd have nothing to show for it. I'm out. Bye.